There are actually very few countries in the world that produce household statistics on wealth. And South Africa is in the unique position of updating household balance sheet data at least once a year. So we are able to understand just how wealthy South African households are. And in terms of the latest data which came out for 2017, South African households in total are worth just over 10 trillion rand, which makes us the wealthiest we've ever been. Obviously, we need to unpack that wealth and understand what is it that really drove household wealth over the last few years and which assets should we have accumulated and perhaps which assets should we uh, maybe avoid. So if we look at the increase in net wealth and net wealth is measured after debt, one of the factors that stand out is that South African households have actually been fairly uh, prudent when it comes to managing their debt levels. Yes, before the financial crisis, if you go back to 2005 to 2006, South African households took on a huge amount of debt and obviously that contributed to the financial crisis. But since 2009, South African household debt has risen at a very modest pace, at times well below the inflation rate, especially mortgage debt. And as a consequence, eight years later, South African household debt remains very manageable. We know interest rates are relatively low. And so that has certainly helped to improve the net wealth position of households. But the main boost has really come from owning assets. And the assets that we focus on is financial assets. And when we break down South Africa's household assets, what we know is that the growth in financial assets has far outstripped the growth in physical assets. By that I mean mostly property. So if we look at the data over the last eight years, the growth in financial assets has averaged 9.7% a year. That is a mix of asset classes. That includes people that have put money exclusively in equity markets, but equally people who have simply put money into a money market account or an income fund. And that 9.7 just represents the average of what South African households have been able to achieve in terms of the growth in their financial assets. In comparison, if we look at the growth in physical property over that same time, it's averaged only 6.8%. And yes, the 6.8% is above the inflation rate over that time. So inflation in the last eight years has been 5.6%. So you would effectively have been better off relative to inflation in terms of owning a property but you would have way beaten owning a property by investing in a mix of financial assets. And in fact, when you break down South Africa's growth in household wealth, you work out that 83% of the growth over the last eight years is attributable to financial assets. And so that tells us an important story. And that story is while it's, while it's useful to own property and while it's a potential uh, safeguard and safety mechanism and ultimately people have to have a place to live. If you want to accumulate wealth on a uh, perpetual basis that well exceeds the rate of inflation, then owning financial assets is critical. Without a, a significant mix of assets in your portfolio that has a fairly high weight towards a range of financial assets, 
you're barely going to beat inflation. And that when it comes to retirement, you're going to find yourself well behind what you were expecting to accumulate or hoping to accumulate by the time you retired. When we take that same exercise and we look at many of the developed countries, particularly I'd looked at uh, the United States, uh, some of the European economies, the UK certainly, we find exactly the same example, that owning financial assets is really where the wealth accumulation has come from, not from owning physical property. Yes, there are some differences across the international market, so particularly owning property in the UK, in parts of the UK, has been a very beneficial asset. But even then, the performance has been less than what you would have derived out of financial markets. In the, in the US, it's very clear that owning financial assets have really been the key ingredient to generating wealth. And as we know, US household wealth has been explosive over the last few years, driven mostly by the performance of the stock market. So overall, our argument is that it's critical for individuals to save for retirement. It's critical for individuals to have some sort of safety net um, and that property is a useful component of that. But there has to be a recognition that a portfolio weighted towards financial assets over the long term is the only real way in which one can accumulate wealth, especially if you at the same time are willing to manage your debt levels appropriately.